Hello, my name is Elizabeth Husserl and welcome to Conversations with Money. This is the start of a three-day journey into an introduction of what exactly is Conversation with Money. What's the platform? What's the vision? What's the value? What's the use? Why does this even apply to you? And so welcome. I'm so excited to have you join us. Conversation with Money is really a platform where everyone can learn how to have their own conversation with money starting today. And Conversations with Money was birthed from a place of saying that in our collective world, money is still one of the biggest taboos that we have. We don't talk about money with our neighbors, with our family, seldomly with our partners, and sometimes at the expense of some tension and anxiety. And money is one of those places, though, that we are dealing with it every day. No matter how much you want to or don't want to, it is a part of this material world. And my intention is to give you some really practical, simple, yet profound tools on how to turn money into one of your biggest teachers, an ally, uh, maybe even a lover and a friend. And the intention here is to help demystify this idea, this concept of money, and to really bring not only some peace of mind, but also some excitement and some revolutionary joy into sitting down and asking money for input as you go forward in your life. So where did this all begin? I've been working in the financial industry for about 10 years now, both as a money therapist and now as a financial planner and investment manager. And in my 10 years of working with this industry, I realized that it really doesn't matter at times how much a client has or how little they have or where they're at in their career. They're always looking to me slightly mystified around this whole thing around money, not just from the financial numerical, let me figure out how to create a plan, but almost always to this emotional impact of growing up and not having a clear framework and structure of how to just simply deal with money as a thing. And for some people, you know, they'll discover that money is this living, really cool entity that talks back to you. Other people, they'll realize that they're going to be doing something more like dialoguing with the part, dialoguing, excuse me, with the part of themselves that makes money decisions. Doesn't matter to me. But what I want to put out there is that there is an ongoing internal conversation. And this in ongoing internal conversation can cause a lot of stress in your daily life, irregardless of how much you have. I mean, that's key. It doesn't matter how much you have. Conversation with money is a platform and a tool for everyone. So conversations with money is not the same thing as talking to money, right? It's a conversation. It's a two-way street. So part of what we're going to do through this three-day journey is teach you how to experience and how to sit down and talk to money so that you can actually feel it responding to you either as an ally a family member, a friend, a board member, a lover. I mean, you will find out what money represents to you. Now, in some cases, you're going to cringe and money's going to remind you as an of an old family member who you were struggling with. Oftentimes, it can be a parent. But despite what you discover, what you will start to feel is that you're in a conversation that you've never been in before. And that's when we start to open new angles and new ideas because you put yourself in money seat 
I mean, this is key. At some point, when I guide you through this practice, you're going to speak to money what's on your chest, but then you're going to change cushions, you're going to change seats, and you're going to listen to see what money has to say. And that is the crucial piece. And we're going to get that. We're going to get there tomorrow on the second day of our journey. Today, we're going to start by exploring a little bit more about your relationship to the material world, right? And so there's this great quote that I love, and I quote it often. His name is David Loy. He's a Buddhist monk, and he wrote this book called Money, Sex, and Karma. And he has this phrase saying, we're not materialistic enough. And depending where you come from, that phrase can jar you or not. But really what he's saying, he then goes on to say, we're not materialistic enough because we're so obsessed with the symbol of the material world, aka money, that we don't fully step in, right? And so we get so obsessed with cash flow and money coming in and out. And it doesn't matter again, if you're running your own business, if you're just running your own personal cash flow, you know, we have a pulse on money coming in and out and sometimes at the expense of our own creative endeavors. And so what he's trying to point out is that if we were to actually become more materialistic, we'd be stepping into the material world and delivering the things that we came here to do. And so that is a big piece of what I help people with conversations with money. And that's my intention here is to help you separate what money is and more importantly, what it's not. Right. When I sit down and I do cash flow projections with clients and we map it all out and they're still feeling anxious or they're still feeling angry or they're still feeling resentful, that's not about money. That is about some type of structure that you're setting up in your life that is causing that underlying emotion. And so, conversations with money is a very fine tuned tool to help you discover really what's jarring you that can sometimes get masked in your conversation with money. And the end result, ironically, is a tremendous amount of clarity and empowerment. When you start having a conversation with money and you take responsibility for, even though that's hard to do in the end, there's so much power and vitality that gets released, right? Because money worries can be an obsession. Again, it doesn't matter how much you have. Some of my most obsessive clients have millions or watching more and they're afraid of losing it. You know, they experience market downfalls as a devastating sense to their security. So conversations with money is meant to give you a little bit of space from that, from market downturns, from, you know, downturns in your personal life, and to really start to understand what is the message every moment as you navigate your material life. And so a couple of things before people jump into conversations with money, here's some things that they say that you may resonate with. One client would say, I'm pretty ignorant about money. I just don't get it. And I don't want to face it. Truth be told, I don't even know where to start. Someone else would say, the grief I have over the loss of so much money is huge. I lost it during a business separation and divorce. I don't know if I'll ever be able to let this grief go. Or someone else said, my money story has been tied up to my husband's for the last 10 years. I have no idea how to rid myself of this. And finally, here's another one. I want to let go of the story that the relationship with my female legacy with money is one of scarcity. I want to feel that it's okay to have money. And in fact, that I already have enough. 
So conversations with money takes each one of these phrases and so much more. I mean, you have your own phrases racing through your head right now. And we dive in, right? We go to the core of where these phrases are coming from. We go to the core of the experiences that are, that are being produced. And we go to the core to understanding what's the conversation at play. What does money have to say about it? What's its input? Who is money as a teacher? And what's the real message and growing edge here that you have at your disposal every moment of your life? And these are the moments that life begins to feel much more abundant or much more sustainable or much more interesting and fun because no matter what you face in your money life, there's always something for us to harness. There's always gold at the end of the compost. So your journal exercise for today is going to be, I want you to grab a piece of paper, grab your journal and having heard this initial intro I want you to take a moment, take three minutes of unedited, free-flowing writing time. So grab your phone, put a timer on for three minutes, and then I'm going to ask you a couple questions. You can pause this podcast as well and let yourself just write what comes up when I ask, if money were to walk into a room right now, what's the first thing you would say to it? If money were to walk into a room right now, what does it look like to you? And if money were to walk into a room right now, how does that make you feel? So this is your starting point. Journal for as long as you want, but try to make it at least three minutes. See what insights come and I will meet you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.